Hello everybody and thank you so much for tuning in and today I'm going to talk about a topic that uh, I usually get this question every single day. Tara, can you do me a diet plan or what diet plan should I buy? So today what I'm going to talk about is diet plans versus flexible dieting for weight loss success. What works? What doesn't work? Where's the balance? What is my personal opinion? So um, anybody who's bought my 7 day jumpstart, my 10 day kickstart will know that those are little tab food plan menus, laid out templates, prescriptive style diets as you want to call it. And then we have our Leave Lockdown Lean which is a nice introduction then into flexible dieting and then obviously jumping on then to my 28 day online bootcamp or to my one to one online coaching where we really take you down the path of creating a diet that's unique to you and flexible for you as well. So. Stay tuned, listen, there's a lot to take in for this one and you may notice and recognize a few things that you're guilty of doing yourself. But look, don't be afraid to contact me. Any messages, any, I'm off for two weeks holidays now at the moment for, and I'm back on the 26th of July where we'll be starting our boot camp again and um, I'll be taking on more clients on a one-to-one online. Um, and again, that's something, doesn't matter where you are in the world, I can coach you all online very successfully. Um, it's my top tier service. So, um, enjoy this podcast and um, hopefully you'll learn something and look forward to chatting to you all again soon. Hi everyone, so today I'm flying solo, uh, no guests, just me and I'm going to talk about and I think it's important during these podcasts that I cover issues that I get asked an awful lot and I suppose in the first couple of podcasts I've been honing in very much on the main topics of conversation, the main issues, the main challenges the main pain points, I would imagine, that, that that people seem to have. And I suppose one of the big, massive ones that I constantly get asked, there's not a day goes by that I wouldn't get a message, a DM. Um, Tara, what meal plan do you think I should be on? Or what meal plan do you think I should follow? Now, it's important to differentiate what we talk here between meal plan and flexible dieting. So a meal plan is a prescriptive plan. It is a plan laid out for you in a breakfast, lunch, dinner scenario. It can be sort of laid out in any way at all, but pretty much um, all the work has been done. It's it's prescriptive. Everything's laid out, including the weights, what you should eat, when you should eat it, how often you should eat it, the amount of calories. So it's really easy. It's simple to follow. And obviously those ha- meal plans have their pros and their cons. So in contrast to a prescriptive meal plan, we are then looking at flexible dieting. And what is flexible dieting? Flexible dieting is where, I suppose again, what may be flexible for one person could be completely different for another. But for the, the purposes of this podcast, we'll talk about what I do and what approach I take when it comes to uh, employing a flexible dieting um, strategy with clients. And I tend to do that mostly with my one-to-one, my, my private VIP coaching program, whereby it is a strategy to create a flexible approach to debt where there's nothing is off limits. Um, there's a little bit of everything involved. It's primarily based around a, a calorie deficit. It, sometimes it does require tracking, but what, it, what the word flexible means here is that it flexes around your life. Um, again, this has their pros and their cons. It works really well when I'm coaching people because I'm dealing with them every single day. They're checking in with me most days. I'm speaking to them every week. So it's something that we can tweak and we can turn depending on progress. And unlike a prescriptive diet plan, I don't tell you what to eat. We usually generally base it around what 
the client's food preferences are first and foremost. Obviously, going on the premise of an 80-20 or 70-30, nutritionally dense, optimally um, comprehensive diet, including proteins, fats and carbohydrates, a little bit of alcohol if that's what the client wants. And given that wee bit of flexibility for the bit of alcohol, for the chocolate, for the, the little bit, the things that the, the practical, realistic um, day-to-day events and week and monthly events that we have in our lives. So that's flexible. So what are the pros and cons of a meal plan and um, compared to flexible diet? And at the end of this, what I'll do is I'll talk to you what my personal thoughts and opinions are on both. I'll summarize it all. And then I will give you what I believe is the best um, the best method for your fat loss goals. And we're talking about fat loss here, folks. Um, we're talking about dieting for fat loss and weight loss, okay? So if any of you follow me or if you have purchased any of my online programs, you will know on my um, website, I do prescriptive style diets. Now, those are a seven day and a 10 day. The pros of the prescriptive style diet is the seven day jumpstart and the 10 day fat loss kickstart. Now we have sold tens of thousands of these little eBooks. The seven day is 13 pounds, the 10 day is 14 pounds, and then we have a follow on program after the 10 days is up that you can also purchase. And clients absolutely love them. Why? Because everything's laid out. People like to be told what to eat. People like to know, okay, I don't have to second guesses. I just buy everything on this program and that's me. I just follow it bit by bit every day and I know I'm going to lose weight because they're already calorie controlled. They're already, I have all the, the energy balance completely calculated on these programs. So I just tell you what you should eat. Employing a combination of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. There's no program that I offer that doesn't have a little bit of each. We need everything in our diet. We need essential fatty acids. We need healthy fats. We need essential amino acids, which is your proteins. And we need good quality carbohydrates for the fiber and the, the micronutrient content that it brings to our diet and how it improves our gut health. Now, when I set out prescriptive, sometimes it can pose a real problem like for instance i'll give you an example we have a as part of our seven and ten day we put we have clients um in a private facebook group for questions and for support and a common question is um can i have milk can i have dilute can i have dilute can i have a treat now prescriptive means prescriptive and if it's already calorie calculated as my programs are Everything's laid out. Now, it's not a one size fits all. It depends. There's programs depending on your starting weight. And again, we're like, I suppose we're our body and we are very, we're like our own DNA. We're very unique. There is no one size fits all. Now, a prescriptive program is the same laid out template, but it varies in amounts for the starting weight of the client. So if you're 10 stone, you'll start on less calories than somebody who is 12 or 13 stone. Okay, so, but the problem is then when people are looking at it, they're going, oh, I don't, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that. Oh God, I really want, um, I would love a wee bar of chocolate, but it's not in that plan. Oh, or, you know, um, I want milk. I'd rather have whole fat milk than, you know, green milk. Or I, you know, is it, would it be possible for me to have like a slice of bread? 
So then the second guessing, or is that bad? No, so that everything becomes bad and good. We fall into this remit and this, this almost like labeling foods good and bad. So the diet food's really, really good because it's on a diet and it's got a, it's a prescriptive um, layout. We know what it is, so that's all good. But would it be really, really bad if I had a, a bit of bread? Would it be really, really bad if I had a Diet Coke? Would it be really, really bad if I had, um, you know, some chips? So again, the problem with prescriptive diets is that fundamentally people like them because they're easy and you follow, you just follow it and you'll lose weight. But here's the problem with prescriptive diets. It doesn't flex around your life. They, you can never live your life on a prescriptive style program that I have laid out, okay? Because the chances are there's probably food on there that you don't even like. You might find yourself having to eat maybe the same meals over and over again for you know how many set days your plan is. And if you notice on my programs, I, my prescriptive diets are no more than 10 days because honest to goodness, it is unrealistic to expect anybody to follow a plan for 10 days. It is merely a jumpstart or a kickstart as the plans are called. It will help you lose weight if you follow it to the letter, absolutely. But then people realize, oh, right, oh gosh, I'm on this plan, but I wanna go out for a meal tonight. And I don't know if that fits in with my diet. And then it's that all or nothing, oh, sure, well, I broke my diet, I'm going out for a meal, sure, frigate, I'll start again on Monday. So we're back in that all or nothing mentality. We're either on the diet or we're off the diet. Now. Another con with the prescriptive style diets is that even though, like I know from experience the seven and 10 day, and this happens all the time, you have somebody maybe registering after 10 days losing seven or 10 pounds. Now I know that's not fat. I know for sure that's not fat because there's 3,500 calories in a pound of fat and there's nobody has lost 10 pounds of fat in 10 days. And what usually happens with my seven days and 10 days, and it's like, I would say a fair majority of people before they start a diet, where they believe that they're gonna be restrictive and they're gonna to have to follow somebody else's plan, they tend to go on a wee mini binge. It's like a last supper effect, you know, whereby they, they overeat on the things that they really, really want because they know that maybe they're not going to, um, they're not gonna get that for the next seven or 10 days. So they go on a three day mini binge before they start. So they're starting weight, elevated so they're probably carrying a lot of gut residue there a lot of fluids with overeating maybe over the weekend before they start their diet on a Monday so the scale weight is elevated from this day one okay that's first and foremost so what happens then is that you do your seven or your ten days and usually in the first few days of a following any type of diet whether it be a prescriptive meal plan or whether it be a flexible meal plan um, your body will leach water, okay? So your first couple of days, you're not losing fat. You have to, you have to drop 3,500 calories out of your diet to lose a pound of fat. That's a pound of fat, not weight now, fat. When you step on the scales, you're not just losing fat, you're losing water, you're losing muscle tissue, you're losing lean body mass, organ, organ tissue. So we don't want to, we just want to lose fat. So remember that folks, okay? So after the mini binge, what tends to happen is the scales start to drop again, okay? So your body's digesting all that food that you overeat on before you started the diet. You have dropped the amount of carbohydrates that you're eating on this diet plan compared to what you're eating in the past. So your body's leaching water. So one gram of carbs will bind three grams of water into the gut to digest, to help the digestion process. So whenever you start on a diet, and you're dropping the amount of carbohydrates, the amount of rubbish and junk and sugar and you know processed foods that you've been eating, naturally your body's gonna leach water. People mistake this for fat. 
So after seven or 10 days, you've, you've leached water, you've dropped some fat, you've had to follow somebody else's diet plan, but, but because it's been laid out, there's no second guessing, then you look in the scales and you may have seven or 10 pounds. Now, how much of that is fat? Definitely not seven to 10 pounds, that's for sure. Based on any of the programs that I prescribe or any of my, um, uh, any of my um, meal plans are seven and 10 days because it's impossible to drop 10 pounds of fat in 10 days unless you're massively obese. But the calories that I provide on that just won't allow it. Um, so it there's a real sense of, wow, oh my God, look at the much weight I've lost. And it's really hard to diet for 10 days straight on somebody else's prescriptive diet plan. That's why I don't do it for any more than 10 days. It's a great kickstart. You know, it's a real good jumpstart for somebody who's maybe got uncontrollable sugar cravings, who needs something laid out nice and easy, simple to follow, to get sort of some sort of, even I know the seven and 10 day programs that I provide, they're very much based along, um, you know, the priority being protein. And once you add more protein into your diet, your satiety levels increase. You're getting what's called TEF, the thermic effect of feeding. So your body's actually, your metabolic rate is increased. So within seven to 10 days, yes, you will lose scale weight, you will lose a lot, but ask yourself those questions first. Can you see yourself following the program for any more than seven or 10 days? Do you really think you've lost all fat? Probably not. Did you binge before you started the program? And the other really, really important question to ask yourself is, can I see myself following this for the rest of my life or for the rest of the period that it takes for me to lose this weight or whatever excess weight that you want to lose? Ask yourself honestly, can you really follow somebody's prescriptive diet plan? I remember whenever I started doing one-to-one -one coaching, I used to actually sit down and write out prescriptive diet plans for people until I realized, hold on a minute, anybody, you know, a well-trained monkey could follow that, but where's the coaching? Where's the long-term education? Where's the knowledge about nutrition? Where's the understanding of different macronutrients in your diet, the law of energy balance? So there's no knowledge imparted when you're following a prescriptive diet program because it's written by somebody else. And again, it could be the foods that maybe you don't really like, but you shovel them into your mouth because you think, well, I'm going to lose weight, so I'll do it. You know, we've all done the, the stupid cabbage soup diets and done them ridiculous things because we were told we would drop weight. Prescriptive diet programs are the same. People really like them. Now, here's the problem. Most people who go on prescriptive diet programs, whether it be seven, 10 days, two weeks, whatever it might be, they come off it and they usually end up regaining all the weight that they've lost because they have no knowledge of Right, okay, well, how many calories do I need to be on now? Oh, I, I, you know, I was following that, so it was all laid out for me and it was easy. And then they just go back to eating the way they ate before, which was a calorie surplus. So they regain the weight that they've lost on their diet. They go back to eating what they were eating before, which was a surplus. And they're going back into a surplus longer term and they end up over a period of time regaining the weight. No knowledge about nutrition, no knowledge about, well, how do I eat? incorporate this into my everyday life? How do I have a night out? How do I have a few drinks? How do I incorporate a holiday, a weekend away, while still losing weight? And understanding the whole concept and digging deep into nutrition and knowing what works for you, you don't. And that's the problem with prescriptive diet plans. Great for a dip in and out. If you understand nutrition and you want something simple, great. But if you're somebody who's struggling long-term with weight, if you have a bad relationship with food, 
If you are that all or nothing dieter, if you are on the diet, off the diet, you're being really good or really bad. Prescriptive diets are not for you. And if you do decide to take them on board and you do decide to embark on either my seven or 10 day jumpstart, realize that they are just that. They are a jumpstart. Okay, it will help you. But the key thing is understanding nutrition, understanding what works for you. So we'll talk here about the more flexible approach that I would use with my private clients. And again, as I said, like your DNA, every single client is completely different and there is no one size fits all. And do you know what? We do this for 12 weeks. We do it for six months. I adopt so many different little strategies within their diet and plan that is unique to them and their lifestyle. I have clients who don't count calories. They couldn't be bothered and they are happy just maybe looking at portion control. And we look at the low hanging fruit and we look at their lifestyle and we say, right, what do we need to improve on? So you don't necessarily have to count calories. I have clients who diet really, really hard for two weeks and then take three or four days off and go back to maintenance calories. I have clients who'll diet for three weeks and maybe take a week off and we practice them at that maintenance. Maintenance, how to live your life at maintenance calories. And it's really important, folks. It's really important to live at maintenance calories to understand, okay, this is what I need. This is what I need to maintain my weight right now. And living in that place for a while, is, I think it's really important, especially if you're a yo-yo dieter. So you know, okay, this is my the number that I need in terms of calories. And I think it's really important. And I do, um, because the principles and the overarching principles of fat loss is the law of energy balance. Calories in, calories out. And if you don't know how many calories you're eating, how will you ever know then what you need to lose weight? Number one, what your maintenance calories are and what your diet and calories are. And one of the massive, one of the big sort of light bulb moments for a lot of my clients, I get them to track for a while anyway, for the first couple of weeks, for sure do we see where they're potentially going wrong, to let them track the foods that they enjoy. And I never would have clients eating things that they don't enjoy. We make sure that if it's a visit, for instance, I have a client She's a really busy mum. She has five kids. She works full time. She gets up in the morning, does a long commute to work, gets into the car, does a long commute back in the evening, has dinner with her family and enjoys her weekends. So do you think I'm going to put her in a prescriptive meal plan or have her eat something that doesn't suit her lifestyle? Not a chance. It will never work long term. So we look at her life and we figure out, number one, okay, well, where is the problems here? And for this lady, it was her weekends. So it came to five o'clock on, on a Friday evening. The switch flicked. It was party time, happy days, coming down the road, radio turned up full blast, can't wait to get home, get a takeaway, get a few glasses of wine and chill for the weekend. So it became almost a reward system for her to, to you know, eat out and dine at the weekend and not cook and have a few bottles of wine. So looking at her overall week and when you're working with somebody on a flexible approach, you look at their week and say, okay, she's more structured from Monday to Friday with her work. At the weekend, she wants a wee bit of wiggle room and that's totally fine. You can do that, okay? However, what this lady was doing was she was over consuming calories on one particular one day in the week, Saturday. So we figured she was eating about 3,500 calories on a Saturday, which was wiping out her deficit from Monday to Friday, where she thought she was being good. And again, we're using that word being good. It cracks me up. 
She was restricting and she was actually over restricting. So she was starving for Monday to Friday to pig out on the Saturday. So we actually ended up giving her probably 700 calories more for Monday to Friday. So she didn't feel that she was restricting and she didn't have this want then at the weekend to overeat. She still had a little bit of what she wanted. But again, we flexed that out. She had a few weekends away with her kids. Again, we put her on maintenance calories for those. And over, I think, the six months, that lady lost two and a half stone. But all the while, she was worried because she felt that she should have been starving herself to lose weight. But because we flexed it out, we knew in advance when she was going to have a weekend away. We knew nearly what her weekend allowance was. And again, another option that I use with clients is we give them weekly calorie budgets so they can flex their week around the calories. So instead of saying you've got 1800 calories a day, you're multiplying that by seven and you're giving yourself a weekly budget. So if one day you're really, really hungry, you're starving and you end up eating 2500 calories, so what? You know, you still got that budget. It's like working with money, you know, but try not to spend it all in the one day and leave yourself short the rest of the week, you know, budget it out. But understanding that when you're hungrier, have a little bit more and the days you're not so hungry, pull back, flex it around your lifestyle. And that's the beauty about flexible dieting. That is the beauty. We had a client there recently as well and she was in her 60s and she didn't particularly want to track calories in my fitness pal. Um, she was retired, she cooked for her and her husband and she just, just didn't appeal to her. So what we done was we just did portion control. Now, her habits were really easy to spot and identify. We could see those from her food logs. So it's about working smarter, not harder here, folks, you know. And it's about looking at your diet and saying, okay, I can lose weight on a prescriptive meal plan, but I don't actually know how many calories I need as a female um, to maintain my weight or to lose weight. And even doing that for a few weeks by tracking on MyFitnessPal will really, really blow your mind because you'll realize very quickly that there could be one or two things that you're eating that's just absolutely gobbling up your calories for the day. And what I tend to find is with my clients, we actually, we, we create a more inclusive um program inclusive they actually end up eating more than eating less you know they would say that they can't believe how full they are they're actually never hungry and that's because number one we get them eating the foods that they enjoy proteins fats carbohydrates we pick the ones that they enjoy if they're cooking for the family they just cook a little bit extra and they just have it themselves they just carry it out so they're not standing making separate meals for them and their family you know when they're going out for having to have something to eat if the calories allow, they'll have what they want. And if not, then they'll make a better choice. So it's just really simple. And I think we overcomplicate this. And a lot of people who do struggle with weight long term and maintaining their weight loss or yo-yo dieting and their weight yo-yoing have at some stage or always go back to this diet, this prescriptive diet. Now, that said, you know, today I'm heading away on my holidays. And every time I come back from holidays, I always dip into the 10 day kickstart for about three or four days after I come back. Because after I'm in holidays, I'm eating more ice cream, I'm eating more sugar, I'm not um, limiting myself at all, but I find that my sugar cravings, the more sugar I eat, the more I want. So I know if I dip into that, have three days in that, that my blood sugar levels, if I come back on the Sunday by the Wednesday or Thursday, I'm 100% again. Satiety has improved. My energy levels have improved. I'm sleeping better. I'm feeling better, more energized. So yes, it's okay to dip in and out, but understanding 
the law of energy balance, understanding that your diet has to flex around your life and not the other way around. You can't go on holiday with a diet plan in your pocket and expect to follow it. That's not realistic. Okay, so that's, yes, the prescriptive diets, people love it because it's easy. You just follow it, you know, and the chances are there's probably 50% of stuff on there you don't even really like, but you freaking eat it anyway. <laughs> You're never going to maintain that long term. Um, compared to flexible dieting where, you know, it works around you in your life. You know, every single one of my clients is on something completely different, completely different. You know, I have clients off at the minute in a week's holidays and they're back on maintenance calories. Look at the big picture, folks. Don't look at the short term, look at the long term. Don't don't major on the minor things. Like I find that people on prescriptive diet plans, oh my goodness, can I have a can I have a dilute orange? Would that would that be bad? You know. Whereas when people are on my one-to-one programs, if they want a Coke, they can have a bloody Coke. You know, it's no big deal. Again, it's about it's about looking and being realistic and not even sometimes saying, well, I, I know with my own clients, I would say, well, what's your non-negotiables? What do you really enjoy? You know, for a lot of people, uh, I know for me, it would be like, you know, I want to have a few drinks at the weekend. You know, I want to have a bit of chocolate every day. Um, you know, I want to have a meal out. That's my probably a meal out every couple of weeks. That would be my non-negotiables. And there's not a chance in hell I could stick a diet that didn't have that in it in some way. Obviously not as much, but having something without you overeating and binging. And I know whenever we're coaching clients in the one-to-one, you know, they're really fearful that, oh my God, you're letting me go out and have a meal out and drinks at the weekend, or you're letting me have a bar of chocolate every day. And they were really fearful that that bite might lead to a binge or that that one night out might trigger them the next day to overeat for three or four days. But actually it doesn't, you know, when you get, whenever you create that flexible approach to your diet, you never feel guilty about overeating in one day. You you just pull back in another day when you're not so hungry. So yes, prescriptive diets work, but do they work long term? Ask yourself that question. If you're listening to this right now and you've been on the prescriptive diet plan and I know so many of my one-to-one clients have at some stage bought my seven day, my 10 day, and quite a lot of them done really well. They found that when they came off it, they struggled because they didn't really understand what they needed to do. So then they came to me for their one-to-one online coaching and that just catapulted their knowledge. It catapulted their understanding and belief systems that, you know, it is a small little daily habits done every single day over a long period of time. Rome wasn't built in a day. It doesn't happen in 10 days or it doesn't happen in seven days. That, um, you know, even dieting for the sort of a lot of my clients, the cyclical approach, we would diet them for maybe two weeks and get them off plan for a week, you know, and it scares the life out of them because they think, oh my God, I'm going to make progress if she diets me for two weeks and then puts me on maintenance calories for a week. But it's really, really hard to diet for long periods of time, folks. Really, really hard. Unless you're super disciplined and it's your career, like you're an elite athlete or you're a physique model stepping on stage for a competition, it's really hard for normal people to diet for really long, sustained periods of time. And I don't think it's really good either. I think we shouldn't be living our life dieting all the time, you know? We should be dipping in and out where we need to, but definitely not. You know, most of our time we should be spending on maintenance calories, enjoying food, not feeling guilty about overeating, and understanding, you know, that we're moving, we're eating well, nourishing our bodies, nourishing our minds, not feeling guilty, and knowing that, well, this is, if I want to drop a few pounds, this is what I need to do. And for me, 
That's the most important thing. For years, I used to follow. I remember when I was younger, I followed. I couldn't probably, some of you might be too young to remember this. Bella Magazine used to do little inserts. How to drop seven pounds in seven days. By Jesus, did I not follow that to the letter. Followed it to the letter, dropped the seven pounds. Then went on an absolute blowout on day eight. Blowout in day nine. Blowout in day ten. And then I thought, oh God, I'll go back to the wee Bella Magazine diet again. I'll do it for another seven days. Never understanding as a, as a human being what my body needed in terms of nutrients, what, and most of these diet plans were devoid in fats, two essential macronutrients, proteins and healthy fats. You know, not understanding that for hormones, I need fats in my diet. I was eating diet food. You know, these things were usually made of processed diet food. You know, get nothing that I actually needed. And you drop weight really fast and you were bloody starving, absolutely starving. You know, and it wasn't until I became more knowledgeable and more educated that I realized, right, okay, oh my God, right. Okay, it's really important that you get proteins into your diet. It's really important. In fact, and in fact, you know, one of the big mind-blowing things for me, that 30%, up to 30% of the calories you eat in protein is negated just through that digestion process, through the thermic effect of feeding. That blew my mind. Apart from the fact that I love protein, I love meat anyway, I love fish, I love eggs, I love all proteins. So I was music to my ears, healthy fats, love fats as well, love milk, love whole fat yogurts, love butter. I don't give, I've never given them up. You know, I don't have one diet thing in my cupboards. If I want milk, I drink whole milk because I like it. I eat real butter. I would never eat a diet bar if you paid me. I would just have a normal bar of chocolate. You know, whereas years ago when I was following my wee prescriptive diets, you know, they were off limits. That was it. And then you ended up with this cupboard full of stuff that you bought, all these weird and wacky ingredients that you never bloody used again and you had to throw out. So, you know, I've gone round the circle and I've gone back again there on prescriptive diets versus flexible diet and plans. You know, and I will add a wee tiny caveat to that, as I said before, you know, dipping in and out of it every so often, knowing what you're having is good. It gives you structure and it can really stabilize your blood sugar levels and your glucose levels again. But don't do it for any more than that, please. Understand that you need that balance in your lifestyle, that you need to look at your diet around your life, not the other way. You can't park your life for a prescriptive diet plan. It's impossible. You can't do that and you'll end up feeling guilty. Um, and then the other thing as well is that whenever I produced the Leave Lockdown Lean, people were almost like, you know, I was giving them the opportunity. The Leave Lockdown Lean is, an, uh, is a program where, I, I, you know, you can figure out your calories. There's a calorie calculator on and you figure out your calories. And every, I, I think there's like four or five hundred different meal plans recipes there's a breakfast book there's a high protein book there's a veg there's a vegetarian option there's desserts there's treats there's oh there's everything in there and each wee recipe has a wee barcode so if you do decide to take that flexible approach to your diet and you do decide well okay i'm going to here for the next couple of weeks track my food i'm going to get download the app called my fitness pal and i'm going to track you know and go on you know apply this principle of energy balance and track my food and see where I'm at and see what I can eat and look at the foods that you enjoy and implement them. You can scan some of my wee recipes into the app and it just pops it in straight away so you don't have to put everything in individually, which is great. But it does give you a real insight as to, 
okay, how you can do this yourself, how you can eat the foods that you enjoy without following somebody else's template. And sometimes people actually, they're like, no, no, I just want you tell me what to eat, Tara, it's far easier. Of course it's easy, we all want the easy option. We all want the magic wand, but there is no bloody magic wand. Sometimes you have to look and say, right, okay, you know, I love chocolate biscuits, but you know, I'm eating four or five a day and I'm swallowing about 50% of my calories in the day. So is it any wonder I'm getting fatter when I'm eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, I'm eating all them biscuits, I'm snacking in between meals when I'm not even hungry. You know, it doesn't take a genius to work that out. But sometimes when you're tracking, you realize, oh my God, right? I just swallowed like, um, you know, half a packet of Haribo there that cost me 250 calories or I've, you know, I've taken a half a slice of toast there of the child's plate. That's another 100 calories. And you're really thinking, oh my God, maybe this is where I've been going wrong. For me, that's that's knowledge, you know. And then knowing, right, okay, those, those foods don't serve me. I need to incorporate better, healthier foods. And that's what the Leave Lockdown Lean approach is all about. And it's a 17 pound program. It's not prescriptive, but it is a nice low cost program that co- helps you coach yourself how to count calories. All right. So um, when all said and done, yeah, I'm I'm a flexible girl. <laughs> I like I like um, eating more on days I'm hungry. Coming up to my period, I know I'm going to be starving. I know I'm going to eat more, but that's okay, you know, because you know it's one, not what you do in one week, you know, or one day or one meal. It's what you do on average over the months and over the years is the key thing but we tend to major on the minor detail we tend to major on on the meal that maybe wasn't optimally nutritious we tend to major on the oh my god i had a bar of chocolate on my prescriptive diet program sure i've ruined it now as well you know throw the baby out with the bath water and sure frigate i'm a disaster i can't diet i'm a failure blah 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 you know here we go again look at the flexible approach look at the big picture and if you really like that uh, and your relationship with food's good and you like that structure for a couple of days then dip into the seven and the ten days for that i have clients who really successfully do it maybe a couple of times a year after christmas before they go on a holiday love it you know have a really good relationship with food and they you know tend to flexibly diet throughout the year but every so often they just dip in and that's grand you know and if that suits you brilliant um, sometimes when people are starting out in their journey they like that structure of seven days or ten days but try not to follow it for any more than that you know it's time to move on it's time to learn more it's time to know what you like and what you need for you and for you specifically not for somebody else not for your mate and work but for you then you got to look at maybe adopting a more flexible approach to your diet so look folks if you have any questions at all please, please, please drop me a DM, drop me a PM. You know you can download any of those prescriptive diets um, from my website, 7 Day Jumpstart, 10 Day Kickstart, Leave Lockdown Lean is that lovely wee low cost introduction to flexible dieting. And if all is if all is lost and you need me to guide you on a one-to-one, um, drop me a message. The one-to-one approach is amazing. It is where I coach you personally every single day, whether it be for 12 weeks, six months. We have clients with me a year. Um, we do top-ups as well for long-term clients. So it's a fantastic program. And I love it because you really get to understand the person. You see how unique their life is. We see how unique then that their diet can be for them. And it's completely different for somebody else. So it is, it is the best choice for not just fat loss, but for long-term weight management and long-term weight loss success. So I'll leave you with that, folks. Thank you so much for listening and I will uh, hopefully be talking to you all very soon. Thank you.